Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. We're in the Jordan LeBron year, 2023. Hope you had a wonderful 2022. Hope to see everyone do great things in 2023. Um, actually had some life thinking and changing moments here recently. Um, realized how inconsistent I've been. Post-COVID, but I don't want to blame COVID because that's not taking responsibility. When you don't take responsibilities, that's when you become a failure. And I don't want to be a failure. So, first goal of 2023, for me personally, is to make sure I give you these podcasts. Consistently give you these podcasts. Give you maybe some streams. I'm definitely going to put this uh, on more platforms, uh, specifically with uh, YouTube and Apple Podcasts, Spotify. But anyway, I wanted to talk about some crazy things that are going up. I'm personally, and when I say I'm, no one else part of the, the dummy team um, will be working on this, as I know of right now. Maybe one person, maybe one person that will bring it in that's new that might be a part of the dummy family. Um, but I am focusing on the Young Thug case. It's me personally. I'm just saying me personally. I might be a little biased biased in all of this, but Young Thug is like, if not my favorite, I, yeah, I think he's just my favorite artist. I'm just going to say he's my favorite artist. So this personally bothers me with the case. So this is why I'm going to uh, follow it. And, it's, you know, it might be a little biased. Who knows? I, I try not to be biased, right? There's the fan side of me, and then there's the realistic side of me, right? And I think that's uh, what's very interesting is just hearing and seeing everything kind of play a certain way. So I'm curious to see how everything plays out with this case. Um, but it's not what I'm talking about yet. That's what I'm not going to get to. I actually seen something pop up this morning. Uh, Queso's dad told on his son. And that hurt me. That's what I heard. So I have the video. I'm going to watch the video. Um, I'm going to listen. This, I have a big opinion and perspective with this content. It's probably going to be a two or three part series just with just opening up about a couple of things that I want to talk about. But yeah, this is definitely going to be the snitching, the snitching podcast. Like I said, I have a, I have my perspective on it. I'm not a a street person. I'm not a a hood nigga per se. I am a civilian. At least I claim to be a civilian. I live life as a civilian. So I just want to give my civilian opinion on how I personally see, view, and understand snitching. So we're gonna start today with watching uh, this, I guess, confession tape, Queso's dad. Um, I really don't want to believe it. It's a little, little, little lengthy, so we'll tune into it. We'll watch it. We'll see what goes on. I might I might click through it a little bit if I notice it. But I, I want to watch it in full just to give it full context. Um, so, yeah, this will be, I guess, my first corny reaction video. Ooh, here we go, guys. Oh, yeah. mm. 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 Mm.
Uh, Mr. Robinson, again, Joel Cooper with the State Attorney's Office. Um, here to take a sworn statement from you. If you would, please raise your right hand. Mr. Robinson, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Yes, sir. All right, and you can put your hand down. Um, you understand that um, the oath you just took is just like taking an oath in court, and that if you lie in a material way, that is a felony. It's called perjury, punishable by up to five years in prison. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, today, Mr. Robinson, are you under the influence of any alcohol, drugs, or medications that would affect your ability to tell the truth? No, sir. Any physical or emotional conditions that would affect your ability to tell the truth? No, sir. Okay. Has anybody forced you or threatened you in any way to give a, a statement here today? No, sir. And you also understand, um, giving these statements under oath, um, freely and voluntarily, that they could be used against you in your case. You understand that? Yes, sir. Okay. Do you need any more time to um, discuss anything with your attorney, Mr. Rockwell, who's also present? No, sir. Okay. Um, Mr. Robinson, do you have a nickname? Yes. And what is your nickname? Blue. Do some people also refer to you as Big Dog? Yes, sir. Now, in your case um, that you have pending um, involving myself, um, 20 CF 8261, there are multiple other individuals, co-defendants, that are also pending involving that matter. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And that includes one of your sons, Abdul Robinson, Jr.? Yes, sir. And um, what do you call him? Kareem. K-A-R-I-M? Yes, sir. And that's his middle name? Yes, sir. Does he also have other nicknames? Oh, uh, yeah. Do people sometimes refer to him as Little Blue? Yes. Do they sometimes refer to him as Crazy or K-Crazy? Yeah, crazy K. Crazy K. Okay. Um, Hakeem Robinson is also your son. Yeah, I just got to say real quick, that's crazy. I didn't even know this man by any of these names. Like, damn. He finna telltale. Woo. I'm talking about this man gave him the whole... Probably what he was called since he was probably like, I had some nicknames back in the day that don't even come up no more because it's just, that boy brought up the, oh, man. Your son. Yes, sir. And a co-defendant in your case. Correct? Yes, sir. And does he have a nickname? Oh. What do you call Hakeem Robinson? Hakeem. Do all other people also call him Queso? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Leroy Whitaker is another co-defendant. Yes, sir. What is his nickname? Scott. Okay. And finally, we have Dominique Barner, who is another co-defendant. What is his nickname? Butter. Um, how long have you known Dominique Barner? Uh, I've been knowing him like, I knew his father. I knew, I've been kind of knowing him like all his life. Most of his life? Yes. Did your family also know Butter? And uh, what I mean by that, does Hakeem Robinson know Dominique? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He knows Dominique Barner? Yes, sir. Um, does Little Blue Abdul Robinson Jr. know Barter? Yes, sir. And does uh, Scotty Leroy Whitaker know Barter? Yes, sir. And do Hakeem Robinson, um, Scotty, and Leroy, I'm sorry, Dominique Barner, Butter all hang out together? Yes, sir. Now, going back to January 2020, was your phone number 904-866-2370? Yes, sir. Now, the subscriber information for that account came back to a Daryl Watts. Do you know Daryl Watts? Yes, sir. Who is Daryl Watts to you? A uh, friend of mine. I'm sorry. Did, did, I just keep getting distracted by this man. Keep tapping his foot. Are those? Is this man, like, in Jordan's? Or? Like, what is that? Y'all got to help me out. I'm sorry. My, my, my ADHD working. Y'all got forgive me. I'm sorry. I'll get back to the video. End of 2019, approximately. Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. 
Now, why were you using Daryl Watts' name as the subscriber account name for a phone that you were using? Well, that was a, uh, we went and got the phone together. I was a subscriber, uh, uh, user subscriber with the phone. Like an authorized user? Authorized user, yeah. Okay. And so was it common for you to have a phone with Daryl Watts as a subscriber name on the account? Yes, sir. Um, would it also be common if another member of your family had a phone that the account information said Daryl Watts? Yes, sir. Now, prior to Abdul Robinson Jr.'s arrest, in this case, did he commonly use multiple cell phones? Yes, sir. In January of 2020, did um, Abdul Robinson Jr. use two specific numbers? I'm going to reference one that I think you've seen before as part of your discovery, but 904-624-3684. Yes, sir. You recognize that as one of his numbers? Yes, sir. An area code 478-491-2831. Do you recognize that number? Yes, sir. And is that a phone number that Abdul Robinson Jr. also used? Yes, sir. Now, prior to um, Hakeem Robinson's arrest, did he also use multiple cell phones? Yes, sir. And was it common for you to speak to Hakeem Robinson over the phone? Yeah. And so in January of 2020, was Hakeem Robinson using phone number 904 Hey, forgive me. I can't talk about nobody edge, but what the f- is going on here? At least he shaved it, though. Because some of y'all be trying to keep that up there, and it just, just cut it, bro. Just cut it. Nobody wants to see a crater. You ain't trying to fall on your crater, bro. Just go ahead and shave the mountain top off, bro. <laughs> shave that. At least, but, but, but damn, but that's a widow speak from hell. That boy look like Dracula. Let me, oh, my bad. I'm getting distracted again. 1595. Yes, sir. And he also used phone number area code 478-305-9583. Yes, sir. In January of 2020, was Leroy Whitaker's phone number area code 904-803-3671? Yes, sir. And again, you communicated with all of these individuals over the phone? Yes, sir. Who is, did he want to find out who was responsible? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In fact, something that, as a family, Hakeem Robinson, Abdul Robinson Jr., that y'all discussed, trying to figure out who was responsible. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Was Leroy Whitaker close to? Not really. What about Dominique Barner? I don't think he was close to him. He knew him, though. But Hakeem Robinson and your other son. Yeah, are they saying, like, sensitive information that can't, or is not camp, but is um, that they're trying to keep people protected from? Because that's the only thing I can think of. Why the maybe I'm not a lawyer, by the way. So all this is definitely coming from a dumbass opinion. I'm a dummy, so I'm okay. Y'all can go ahead and insult me. Workers for hire. Uh, what's McCulloch called? Uh, Bruce Willis. It's not Bruce Willis. My bad. My bad. Hold on. I feel bad now. Because I, 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 I like bruh. I like bruh, so I feel bad. I ain't going to call him Bruce Willis. That's, that's the only thing I remember. I'd be like, Bruce Willis, the, the criminal lawyer? But it's not Bruce Willis. I think it's Bruce Rivers. There we go. Bruce Rivers. Yeah, I'm not Bruce Rivers. I'm not an attorney. So all this is straight opinion, straight drop. All right, ADHD, back in. Abdul Robinson Jr. were closer to no. Will. Now, today you're obviously familiar with the person. Yes, sir. Okay. As it relates to your case. Yes, sir. 
and his nickname was Now, he was shot and killed on January 15th of 2020 at a shopping center on Merrill Road. Are you aware of a song put out prior to him being shot and killed in January 2020? Yes, sir. And what was your understanding of what that song was about? It was a, it was a dead song about... Who I smoke. You said a diss song? Yes. Yeah. So it was... Um, talking bad. Bro. Talking bad. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Talking bad. Talking bad. Who brought that song to your attention? Oh, really social media. Did... Hey, he ain't lying. <laughs> the whole world knew that. I'm talking about... It was... See, look, this is the funny part, is I don't know if, like, uh, the generation under us, what is it, Gen, what, I, I don't know, what is the generation under us? I don't know. I just know I'm a millennial, so whatever. I think it's Gen Z. I think, uh, Gen, I don't know if Gen Z even knows the movie, and Gen Alpha probably won't, but it was so funny when that song came out, because it's like, you hear that, and then, not gonna lie, that was a hit in its own right in the day, but I think every black person in the world only thinks of that song because of white chicks. So it's like hearing that into a beat, and then y'all put that as a diss song. It is hard. Yo, and then you see y'all back in it. Keem Robinson know about the song. Yes, sir. Did he ever talk to you about the song? Yeah. Okay. And how did he feel about the song? He didn't like it. Okay. What about Abdul Robinson Jr.? Did he ever mention the song to you? Yes, sir. How did he feel about it? He didn't like it either. Now, going again back to January 15th of 2020, that day, were you called by Abdul Robinson Jr., your son? Yes, sir. And was that from a number that you recognized as belonging to him? Yes, sir. What did he want? Uh, he wanted me to go um, pick up um, Scarlett. Okay. And I, I know it's hard to just if you can keep your voice up for me. But um, you said Abdul Robinson Jr. wanted you. Hey, I'd be like, hey, boy, it, you you asking too much, man. <laughs> you want this, you want this information or not? Man, Google over here getting trillions of dollars for information. You want this free info or not? Bro, I wanna go home, bro. Y'all love yes, mammy, yes, sir. It's some shit to do, ain't it? <laughs> Did you to go pick up Scotty? Yes. Leroy Whitaker. Yes. Right. Did you also get phone calls from Leroy Whitaker? Yes, sir. And what did he want? Oh, uh, tell me uh, where he was at to come pick him up. Did he tell you if he was alone or did he have anybody with him? No, he said him and Butter was together. So Leroy Whitaker and Dominique Barner. I ain't liking all these cutouts, man. Just give me the info, man. These folks already know what's going on. They ain't protecting nobody. This ain't no stress of the fans. This, it's witness protection. If them boys really ready to dumb out, they gonna find you. So I don't know why they be trying to hide all this info. I don't know. I'll just get to the... I'm finna skip through it. I ain't trying to get here in the muteness, man. What's going on here? Y'all better give Caso some money on his books for all these ads y'all running on this video his dad telling on me. I might have to go find another one. Oh, he was next oh, to a crash. Okay. Yo, it was like a whole minute gone. I, I can't react to this. How am I supposed to react to this? Help me. Did 
after that car crash? Was it on the street or in a yard? Do you remember? It looked like it was kind of like in, in a ditch or a yard. Like it, yeah, it looked like it might have been in like a ditch or something. So was that near a house? Yes. Like in the front yard of a house? Yes. And you drove past that? And both of them had on pajamas. Okay. Yep. Do you remember anything specific about either one of them? Oh, uh, yes, yeah, some Mountain Dew pajamas. Okay. Today, do you remember which one had that on? I think it was Dominique. Dominique Barner? I think so. Did they have anything in their hands as they came out of the house? Yeah, they had some old clothes in their hand. Both of them? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And who was that? Uh, uh, Keeman. And that's Akeem Robinson. Yeah. Well, I guess to be fair, um, if they really didn't want this information out as well, they would low-key put black marks on it. So I don't like it, though. I just want to – I just just keep blanking out. I want to hear it. Yes, sir. And why were you concerned for Hakeem Robinson? So I know that's they, that's their little friend's circles, and he wasn't there. It was just them. And so is it common for Hakeem Robinson, Leroy Whitaker, and Dominic Barner to hang out together? Yes, sir. And so when he wasn't there, you were concerned for what might be going on with, with Hakeem Robinson? Yes, sir. Did you express your concern to Leroy Whitaker and Dominic Barner? Yes, I kept asking, like, oh, wait, 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 where uh, Hakeem at? Or Hakeem, where Hakeem at? I kept asking, like, where Hakeem at? And that's when they finally told me he jumped out of the car and ran another way. Okay. And I'm going to ask you just to be careful with your hands and your mouth just because of the recording. Um, who told you that um, that both... It is me. Messy. Keep, keep your hands away from it. Man, you're going to get what you get. If you can't use that in court, oh, oh well. I did my part. Well, I, I tell you, these, these folks... It, because there's nothing about the, like, yeah, he, I'm not going to lie, like, having your hands in front of it, yeah, it can mess with the recording. But that's, like, if you, if I'm being real, we we tell folks that in production, more so that way it's clear, clear and uh, uh, clear, really, just clear. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want, everyone wants to hear it because it's, like, TV. It wants to be clear. The courtroom, it isn't, I mean, yeah, maybe it needs to be clear. But if I can hear what you're saying in the context of what you're saying, then I know what you're saying. There's no, like, like even if I have my hands around my mouth, you can still hear what I'm saying. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's still legible. It may not be the best of what you want to hear, but it's still there. You know what I'm saying? It might even get low a little bit times, but you still hear what I'm saying. So it's like, this to me is just like, nah, we're trying to make a movie out of this, bro. We're trying to make sure we catch you in age. Leroy Whitaker and Dominic Barner talked to you about the car that crashed? Yes. Okay. And what did, you mentioned just a moment ago that they said Hakeem Robinson got out of the car. Yes, sir. Tell me specifically what, um, did Dominic Barner say that to you as well? Both of them said it. Okay. What do you specifically remember them saying? That they, they crashed the car, the police chasing them, and came and jumped out the car. They went one way, he went another way. Did they say whether or not Hakeem Robinson, Kimi, had anything with him when he jumped out of the car? Yeah, they say he had a gun with him. Did um, Leroy Whitaker and Dominic Barner um, mention to you if anything had been left behind in the car after it crashed? Yep, they said he left a gun in the car behind. Okay. Before the car crashed, 
did Dominique Barner and Leroy Whitaker say anything about what someone in the car maybe was going to do as they fled from the police? Oh, yeah, shoot at the police. And who was going to specifically be the one shooting? Came. And hearing all of that information, were you still concerned for? Yeah. For yeah, I was very much concerned. In addition to that information, um, did you learn about being shot and killed? Yes, sir. And who told you that? Uh, Scott explained to me that it was a guy that got shot. Um, it was a little while back before this situation at a, at a gas station that made the song. So Leroy Whitaker was explaining to you it was a person that had been shot once before? Yes, sir. And who shot him the time before? Uh, he did. Scotty? Scotty. And the reason was because of a song that he put out? Yes, sir. And so when he told you that information, were you aware of who this person was? Yes, sir. The reaction is I want to stop feeling like if I take one more step, I'm just going <laughs> to fall into a pit. Where are you going? Mean, How big of a pit? What do you want to eat? Oh, pad thai. Yeah, so two orders of pad thai. Whoa, is Pat? Yep, that's everything. Wow, I feel like an idiot. Wait, before we get into this, I literally thought it was P A I, or my bad. Wow, P A I, not P A D. Wow, the shame. Parcel. What questions or statements, communication? I guess did you have with totally Leroy Whitaker and Dominic Barner about where Hakeem Robinson was located? Where he was located? Yeah. At? Oh, I, I asked him where he was at. I kept, you know, pressing where he was at, and that's when they told me that um, the young lady had picked him up. Who told you that? Um, um, uh, Scott Wood, Leroy Woodley. It was your understanding from Scotty that Hakeem Robinson up. Yes, sir. Did you see anything on social media posted by your son Hakeem Robinson that concerned you? Yes, sir. And what was that specifically? Oh, it was a. Uh, they call it a story. It's on the story saying that killing the toes done. And was that depicting Hakeem Robinson? Say so what? Did that, you said it was on the story. Was that like Instagram story? Yeah, Instagram story. And was that something that was posted by Hakeem Robinson? Yes, sir. When you saw that, were you upset? Yes, sir. Did you try and reach out and speak to Hakeem Robinson? Yes, sir. And when you spoke to him, what did you tell him? I told him you need to take that down. Did he deny being involved when you told him to take that down? No. Now, as part of the discovery in this case, you've had an opportunity with your attorney to watch what I'll refer to as a dash cam video, a video that... Hey, why is attorney look ashamed over here? That boy put his head down. Hold on. <laughs> hey, he's looking up. <laughs> the discovery in this case, you've had an opportunity with your attorney to watch what I'll uh, I failed my client. My boy wasn't nothing else we could do. <laughs> Boy, that's a sour ass face. Woo! Back into it. Cam video, a video that actually recorded the murder of Charles McCormick. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And you've watched that? Yes, sir. Now. Oh, my God. Now, as part of the discovery in this case, you've had an opportunity with your attorney to watch what I'll refer to as a dash cam video, a video that actually recorded the murder of Charles McCormick. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And you've watched that? Yes, sir. Now, when you watched that video, you could see, could you see what the shooter was wearing? Yes, sir. Could you see how the shooter ran? Yes, sir. How the shooter moved? Yes, sir. 
Did you also see the firearm that was used? Yes, sir. Right. Now, when you watched that video of the murder of Charles McCormick, did you recognize the shooter? Yes, sir. Who was the shooter in that video? Hakeem Rose. Oh, my God! Um, and obviously, he's your son, so you're very familiar with him. Yes, sir. Um, you're familiar with his height and his build? Yes, sir. You're familiar with how he walks and runs? Yes, sir. You've seen him move in music videos? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, did he have dreads back in 2020, January of 2020? Yes, sir. Um, have you ever seen him wear hoodies? Yes, sir. Is that common for him to wear? Yes, have you ever seen him wear the hoodie with it pulled up over his dreads? I saw And did that look similar to what was captured in the dash cam video of the murder? Yes, sir. And again, as Hakeem Robinson's father, when you look at that video, to you, that is Hakeem Robinson. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. When you watched that video, um, was there anything about the clothing that also stood out? No, it was the shoes, though. What was familiar about the shoes? No, I had seen um, the gray and white Jones before. What oh, Hakeem. So you've seen Hakeem Robinson with shoes that appeared to you to be the same as what the shooter was wearing? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Did the firearm look familiar to you? Oh, uh, yeah, it looked like I seen him. Yo, everybody in the room is so uncomfortable right now. Like, boy, you is a hoe. I gotta let it Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You believe you've seen that firearm on what? A video. Okay. What kind of video? Music video. Um, do you remember the name of the music video? Uh, bang It Out. Now, when that music video was recorded, were you actually present? Yes, sir. Um, and was Hakeem Robinson in that video? Yes, sir. Did Hakeem Robinson in that video, was he holding um, two different firearms? Yes, sir. All right. Do you recall what one of the firearms was? Uh, Draco. All right. And then the second firearm, was that the fire, was, did you describe it, what color was it? Black, okay. short. Okay. And is that the firearm, the black short firearm in that video that you believe to be the same or similar firearm that you saw in the Don't do dash it. cam video? Of the Don't group? do yes, it. Oh my. Since you were present for the filming of the banging out videos, were the two firearms, the Draco and the short black firearm Hakeem Robinson had, were they really... Yo, his attorney is hurt. Boy, that boy look like he got a shit. You see how this man hunched over? I would, too. I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, you you know, you he, he, that attorney knew. That attorney knew. That attorney knew that everybody was going to see this, and here it is. How shameful... I'm talking about they got his feet shackled, but they was like, yeah, we're going to make you feel comfortable. We're going to take him off your wrist so you ain't getting cut up in here. If you start not wanting to talk, then we're going we gonna to put you in your cell with these a little bit tighter. I'm talking about this boy hunched over. See, this is what I was talking about. about if if it's just if it's leaving, just go ahead and cut it, bro. Just... See, like, you got a little alien head going on. You might got a little shape that's going on for it. You know what I'm saying? He got the beard. At least he got the beard, bro. That's what I'm trying to wear. I need the beard. He just need to just... Damn, boy. Damn. Firearms. Yes, sir. I'm going to run that back. Dash cam video of the murder. Yes, sir. 
Now, since you were present for the filming of the banging out videos, were the two firearms, the Draco and the short black firearm Hakeem Robinson had, were they real firearms? Yes, sir. They were props. And did Hakeem Robinson have that short black firearm that was depicted in the video prior to the death of Charles McCormick? Yes, sir. After Charles McCormick was shot and killed, did you ever see Hakeem Robinson with that firearm, that short black firearm again? No, sir. Did you still see him with the Draco? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, during this case, Abdul Robinson Jr., um, he was arrested last, correct? Yes, sir. Prior to him getting arrested, did was he aware that there was an arrest warrant outstanding for him? Yes, sir. And once he was aware of that, did he flee Florida and go to another state? Yes, sir. And he was trying to hide from law enforcement? Yes, sir. And so has he ever been to your house in Brown Jersey Court before? Yes, sir. All right. That's all the questions I got, Mr. Robinson. Thank you. Wow, that shit is. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry for the loud because this shit's not funny. <clears throat> Young man just lost his life today. Um. I'm really looking for the words, to be honest. <clears throat> That's crazy to watch the whole video. 22 minutes, it felt like it was five minutes listening to this man sing. Um, I think <clears throat> I had some wrong information because when I first heard about this, I believe I was still living in Florida and so, from my understanding, the father was in in some dude. <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know why my throat's going like this. At some point, the father and the son were together when this happened. So I'm a little confused, and I need to go back and research the timeline because apparently he was involved in some type of way. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in a correction facility, telling on his son, because he's an accessory to the said crime. And that's the part where I'm just having a hard time, honestly, kind of like respecting that, because um, like I said, I'm gonna get into this whole snitching thing. This this is just separate, this is your son. I'm not even gonna address the whole snitching thing right now. This is just, this is your son. You rode from again. From my understanding, I could be completely wrong, but from my understanding, he rode with his son in the car at some point in time for all of this. <clears throat> and if you weren't gonna ride with your son to help your son because you loved your son without telling, you should have been like, "Hey, son, I'm gonna play dumb to this. I'm gonna act like I ain't hear this, but I can't help you." Don't get me wrong, I don't believe in crime, period. I don't. Uh, but I don't even have children. And then again, but, which is a change of direction, so everything I just said before then no longer matters and it's irrelevant. But <laughs> if my son does something, we're going to figure it out. 
Yeah, we're gonna figure it out. Or I don't know what happened, and bro, you just gonna have to figure that out. But I'm not finna tell on you. I don't know. I'm under the impression <clears throat> that the child is supposed to succeed the parents. So at any point where death or the end of life comes, the parents are supposed to absorb that. And I don't know some people may feel different about that, but and I'm only saying for this situation because he actually again, if the information I have is right. Not even right, but accurate. If he put himself in a situation to be a part of it, then you're equally accountable. In that situation, I mean, it's different if you on some like some Jeffrey Dahmer, where like grandma ain't know, and then like you know what I'm saying, in the reverse, different, alternate reality version, they find all that while the grandma is there and then arrest her for it. Like, yeah, that would be wrong. You know what I'm saying? But in the sense where, like, you hopped in the car with your son, you want to be a part of it because you used to be in the streets and you still old and still want to be a part of the young culture because young niggas lit and all this. And, like, nah, bro, that's lame. <clears throat> that's the utmost, like, bro, you deserve a broomstick up your, like, because they got to get you something. If you go home, bro... Jacksonville, I got to do, mm, I ain't even going to say that, but that's crazy. I ain't going to say nothing even happened to the man, but that's crazy to me. That's a different type of disloyalty, like, to your kid. Like, think about that. That's your kid, like, and I mean, may, <clears throat> I would understand maybe if you didn't raise your kid, because, you know, maybe to, you know, some men, nut is nut, sperm is sperm, and don't really mean too much, but. I don't know. That's the reason why I haven't had kids because I want to make sure like that moment is special. And once I have that, it's like that's all that matters. And so I don't know, man. If I could take a bullet from my child, if I roll with my child to go do something and we just, man, no folks going to do their job. The only thing I'm gonna ask y'all, court, is that you know what I'm saying. Maybe that we can be in the same same cell or same you know facility with each other, so we can see each other. Like, I really you know what I'm saying. Other than that, I really ain't trying to cooperate. You know what I'm saying. Like, I really ain't trying to help y'all do y'all job. I'm just you got to understand. Obviously, I'm protecting my my son. So if y'all can't respect that, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, the family might have lost somebody, but I'm losing somebody too. So we we really even. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all trying to take something away from me. I ain't. I don't even know if he did anything, but y'all trying to take him away from me. So, hey, you have to take me too. You going too. I'm not. I view that a little bit. That's, that's. I can't talk to you. Not as a person, not as a man, not as an associate, not even as an enemy. That's that's scum. That's worse than scum. I don't even know what to call that. That that word does not exist in the dictionary. But to Isha on, um, man, that hurt me. I don't even recognize nobody as my father in my life, but that <sighs> I expect your mama to tell on you before your daddy, especially if your daddy was in your life. Especially if your daddy was in the streets. Your daddy's supposed to understand all that. And your daddy fold? 
Damn, daddy, what am I? I? I came from you. You taught me. Am I a bitch ass nigga like you too? I'm sorry. I wasn't even supposed to say all that was. Huh? It's biased, huh? That's crazy though. I don't know how to feel. Anyway, I'm gonna hop off this. That's my opinion for this video. I uh, like I said, I'm I'm I have some opinions about the snitching thing that's gonna be on the next podcast episode. That'll be part two. And then part three is going to go in to talking about the case of Young Thug. So, yeah. Ooh, man, that was heavy. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this wonderful podcast and having this uh, reaction video with me, uh, listening through this interrogation take with Adul Robinson Sr., the father of the rapper Queso. Um incriminating his son on murder charges, putting him there at the scene of the crime, identifying his clothing, and who else better than his own father? You can't argue with that on the stand. You can't argue with that on testimony. It's like the best evidence the state, anyone, state, feds, whatever could ever have is your own people telling on you. So that's the sad part about the YSL case is the people close it's just, you know, but we're going to talk about that because I have some opinions about it. But anyway, thank you so much for listening um, to the Dummy Talk podcast. Again, remember, I'm not an expert in any of this. I am a dummy. I'm an idiot. I don't have a degree in none of this. Shit. But thank you so much for listening to my crazy ass opinion.